0: Now, back to The Larry Kudlow Show.
1: Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. So, the woke liberals got mugged by reality in Martha's Vineyard with 50 illegal immigrants sent up there by Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. It's a very interesting story. Panic has set in. Panic has set in. The sanctuary state has been invaded. Oh, my gosh. And the hypocrisy is unbelievable. So let's talk about it with my pal, Matt Schlapp, head of CPAC, chairman of the American Conservative Union, Fox News political contributor. Matt, welcome. Um, Whatever happened to their diversity, equity, inclusion? What happened to that, Matt? I mean, they've just gone berserk in Martha's Vineyard.
0: <laughs> that, 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 that We're only supposed to accept this in our communities, Larry. And, uh, and you know, the other thing that's ironic is, is that they expect these border towns to just absorb literally the millions of people that have been allowed to come in. I kind of laugh in this case, not laugh, but, like, these people came from Venezuela. They're fleeing communism. You know, Larry, you know this because it's been true for decades. Uh, America accepts. Uh, political refugees what we don't accept without a process is economic is economic refugees it's so insane that people who are fleeing communism if they just go through the rules we're Hmm. they're
1: breaking up a little bit breaking up a little bit yeah there you go I, i hear you you in a spot go to a window or something
0: I'm going to a better song I'm at a college football game, Larry.
1: oh, who's playing Notre Dame versus Cal and you know Ooh. uh I don't Ooh. Notre Dame's having a hard time this year, yeah I know they are, so you know coming back to this um economic refugees uh a completely open border, I mean what is so interesting to me here it's a political issue and it's a cultural issue um the bidens make you know not one they've it, not lifted a single finger. To close the border. Uh, they lie about it all the time. Kamala Harris again this week. Uh, Mayorkas again this week. Said the border is not open. It's really closed. But this burden has fallen on the border towns, Matt. In, you know, in Texas and, and Arizona, for example. So some numbers. Yuma, Arizona has a total population of 100,000. But 250,000 illegals have arrived, okay, more than twice the population uh, from illegals. And so Ron DeSantis, you know, let's just say draws attention to this, just as Greg Abbott has, but going to Martha's Vineyard is so clever, because that's sort of the heart of of the woke liberal democratic establishment all the people that talk about the benefits of diversity and inclusion and equity and maybe that stuff is true diversity inclusion and equity but the reality is when the uh 50 50 showed up they went crazy and that and then they're calling everybody named you know you're reading the same thing the politics here i think are very important well you know you have a
0: lead opinion larry And then you have the opinion of the people that live in these neighborhoods. And if you look at the border towns across southern Texas, and if you look at the politics uh, with the new congresswoman that's already been elected from one of those towns, new Republican mayors all across the border, it means that the people who have to deal with this humanitarian crisis, this refugee crisis, don't like the fact that there are no rules anymore. There used to be a process, and Trump fixed that border with a big open door. Remember that? It wasn't just a wall. It's a wall with a door. You can come if you come through a port of entry, if you come through the legal process. But the way this is going, um, the politics are terrible for the Democrats. And they're going to realize in Arizona and Texas, the Democrats, despite what you're seeing with the media saying uh, that generic ballot is somehow tightened and the Republicans have blown their big red wave because they want to be pro-life. This is completely wrong. Watch how these areas in Arizona and in Texas along the border vote. They're going to vote Republicans.
1: Yeah, they are. You know, Matt. The other thing that never comes up with this discussion, so everybody, they, I mean, um, Martha's Vineyard brought in the National Guard and uh, shifted the fifty Venezuelans to uh, a military base in Cape Cod. But Matt, you know, the issue of uh, sex trafficking and drug trafficking and law breaking, apart from the burdens on these uh, being put on these uh, border towns. Uh, these are important issues. Uh, tied up at it, you know, I talked to Mercy about this on the TV show, is the, the fentanyl scourge. Nobody wants to really address that. They just sit there, the Bidens, and lie. They say, no, no, the border's really closed. And yet people can see with the drugs and the crime and the uh, trafficking and the cartels, they can see with their own eyes, and they read it in the media accounts, just how bad this is. I mean, immigration's a rough issue, and I think it kills the Democrats.
0: Well, I think the thing that is so important about it is, once again, the communities affected by it. And look what Hispanic voters are doing. We've been told forever that Hispanic voters want an open border. They want a lawless process. They want anyone to come when they want to come guess what, Larry? It turns out that polls are saying the opposite, that Hispanics are leading the way, saying, wait a minute, if I came here legally, maybe everyone should come here legally. Second of all, uh, they're the ones often who were affected by the crime wave that we're having in this country due to the war on police and, uh, and an open border and the drugs. I mean, we got more drugs and more fentanyl from China flowing through this country, could kill every one of us four times over, kill every one of our children. And now, sadly, I'm sure you're in the same position. All of us know multiple families who have had a young person in their family hmm. take a pill, an illegal pill laced with fentanyl. This isn't a political issue anymore. This comes to a question of how much do we love our kids? Are we going to protect them?
1: You know, Matt Schlapp, let me go back to this uh, business about the generic ballot. There was an interesting story. Uh, Bob Cahaley, who runs the Trafalgar polling operation, wrote a piece. Yeah, sm- very smart guy, very good operation. So he he's making the case that because Joe Biden has declared war against Republicans, you know we're we're fascists or semi-fascists and we're undermining democracy, et cetera, et cetera. This whole MAGA war, that now people who are asked questions for polling really don't want to respond because they don't know who's listening. They don't know who might visit them, you know, from the federal government, whether it's the FBI or the IRS. So the polling story is uh, really um, undermined now because of that. They People don't want to tell you what they really believe.
0: Well, uh, Larry, there's more than 60 people that were subpoenaed in the last 10 days just because they were associated with Trump. If you believe in voter ID, you're called uh, an insurrectionist. So like, this is now getting very serious. It's not just an intellectual conversation about, do you get canceled on social media? Now it's like the legal concern that if you are associated with basically the Republican Party, uh, you can find yourself in prison. It's, it's no longer hyperbole. So I would say about what Kahaley's is saying is exactly right. Uh, they've gotten the – not Robert, but the rest of the class, except for maybe Rasmussen and the McLaughlin brothers. The rest of the class have gotten this wrong for three uh, elections in a row. And, and the reason is this. If I got five daughters, you've met them all, Larry. Why would they speak up in a way that would say they have, you know, pro-Christian or pro-Republican or pro-American, pro-Constitution views? If it could like damage their whole career, you could lose your job as a manager. Um, there are pretty serious consequences of speaking your mind. It's smarter for people to be quiet. But we're to the point in this country where if we're too quiet for too much longer, we're going to lose it all.
1: Well, you know, you go back to the story uh, when the Mar-a-Lago raid occurred. Remember the Pennsylvania, I can't remember his name, the Pennsylvania congressman gets visited by the FBI who take his personal cell phone away. I mean, in other words, if a pollster calls somebody uh, on his cell phone, which they do now regularly, who's to say that the person being questioned wants to give up any information because they might get visited by the FBI. Their cell phone might be taken away. I mean, I think it's quite remarkable.
0: So that happened. You know, the president gives this great speech at CPAC, and he gets back home to Mar-a-Lago, and he's immediately raided. Scott Perry, the congressman from Pennsylvania you refer to, had his cell phone taken. He was literally leaving CPAC when that cell phone was taken. It makes me think that when... Conservatives, just Americans, get together and express their political views. The FBI is watching. I don't like it. If it runs afoul, not of what the mainline wonderful people who are in the FBI, but that hippie top that's yep. gone woke and is very political, they don't like it. They come and get you. Think about this the chilling effect of a president of the United States having a raid in his home. Uh, why wouldn't it? To put on a MAGA hat uh, and answer a pollster's question uh, What's going to happen to that truck driver? If this can happen to a president, we're in a very, very dangerous position. You know, Larry, I think you and I have enough of a conscience that if this was happening, if we were doing this to them, um, yeah. I think some of us speaking up and saying this is not why we have an intelligence community or an FBI. Yeah. This is why we have a DNC and an RNC. This is political.
1: Match Slap, CPAC. Thank you, buddy. All best to Mercedes. Thank you, Larry. you betcha. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side of the break, we're going to do some stock market work. It's not a good story, the stock market, but we're going to have to dig in and take a look at it and maybe give you some information and some thoughts about your investments. I'm Larry Kudlow. We will be right back.